So 2020, the year of setting emotional boundaries for you. This is so important right now in everybody's life. And I was reminded of it in the situation that I just had a few minutes ago. 2020, it has to be the year of you setting emotional boundaries for yourself. It's important because it's the key to staying it's the key to staying sane. It's the key to staying mentally well and healthy. It's the key to mental well-being. You have to set emotional boundaries for yourself. So this is something I'm learning to a deep degree in my life right now. And I'm getting like a really good understanding of it by direct application. So let's talk about what setting emotional boundaries means. So you have to have communication and conversation with people every day. People that you work with, people that are in your family, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And so, and, and people that you don't know. Everybody's at different places on their journey. Everybody has a different perspective. Everybody is at a different level of self-awareness, a different level of emotional intelligence, a different level of awareness of others. So... What you have to do is you have to become smarter. Let me, I'm going to drop uh, something in the chat. Oh, I can't drop it in the chat right now. Okay. So I'm not sure if there's anyone who is live with me. Okay. Hey, Cal. I see Cal in the building. Hey, Cal. Happy 2020. Um, if you all can hear me, just drop a line. So people are at different perspectives, different levels of awareness, different levels of their own self-awareness and emotional intelligence and awareness of others and level of owning their shit <clears throat> and level of responsibility around themselves and their own emotions or around their levels of healing, like with their trauma or with the things that they've dealt with in the past. You know, everybody is at different places. So, hey, Tammy, thanks for joining. All right. So my connection is working. All right. <laughs> Everybody's at different levels. As you communicate with all these, this range of people, Happy New Year, brother. As you relate to just the, the, the whole palette of different perspectives and people, you have to know that not everybody is going to understand, first of all, understand you and what you need, what kind of respect you need, what kind of communication or language you need. They're not gonna, everybody is not going to understand that. Because everybody's not going to understand that, it inevitably like follows that everybody's not going to give a damn about that. You know, there's going to be some people that care to actually hear you, to hear what your desires are, what your wants, what your needs are. And then there are going to be people who just don't give a shit. They just don't care because they can't get out of their own head. <clears throat> they can't get out of their own way. They can't get out of the way that they have seen things and always see things or the way they've been programmed. Or most importantly, they can't get out of their own head as far as their narrative around you, their perception of you. And one of the things that happens because we're creatures of habit is that if we gain a perception about something and we're and we classify it or categorize it so we know how to position ourselves or how to work with that, a lot of times it is it becomes so ingrained in us that it is it is like pulling teeth to think differently about that person or about that thing. So just for the sake of this conversation, let's talk about people. 
let's let's keep it there. If someone has a perception of you, if they have a narrative in their head of you, who you are, how you think, um, what your traits are, if they have a, a, a negative perception of you, to some degree, it doesn't matter what you do. No matter what you demonstrate, they're still going to have that perception in their head of you when they relate to you. They can change, but you just never know when. You never know what you do makes them finally see the damn light. <laughs> like, you just don't know. And I'll be honest, it's not your responsibility to really know or care that much. Like, it's not your responsibility to hold your breath until they do. That's what I'm trying to say. Brother Yusef, Gloria... Happy New Year to everybody here. It is not it is not your job to hold your breath until people understand you well enough and are, or are emotionally intelligent enough to be able to respect you, to be able to give you what you need as far as communication or as far as understanding because everybody is at different levels. So what you have to do what I have to do, what we have to do is learn about setting emotional boundaries. And what that means is if you already know, let's use some practical example. If you already know because a person has a particular narrative in their head that when you when you express your feelings, they're going to say, uh, I saw a good post the other day uh, on LinkedIn. They're going to, it says something like, if... If every time you express your emotions, a person takes it as you arguing, you want to stay away from that person because that person is, and, and my friend uh, Marissa actually wrote, this is a form of emotional abuse. That person can't hear you and they're always going to flip it around like that. That's their perception of you, no matter how you come at them. They just have it in the grain in their head, a particular thing, so they respond in a particular way. So if they can't hear you, they can't hear you. Um, so what you have to do is set up emotional boundaries so that you don't put yourself in that place to either be disappointed, to be hurt once again, to be expecting and to just be blindsided or, you know, however you however you experience it as far as just this this breakdown of communication, this breakdown of, of being understood, this letdown as far as how things go. Like you have to set up emotional boundaries to not even allow those situations to happen to put you in that place because what's the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing but expect different results so i hadn't been introduced to the concept of boundaries you know until like the last couple of years of my life being connected to people um who understood that who were more emotionally intelligent and understood that and had it activating in their lives and um yeah, it's it's such a nuanced thing, but it's so, so important. It's so important, and especially in communication. If you see someone, if you hear someone going down a path where you already see that as you're trying to either speak and just express yourself, um, own your shit, own your part in the equation, um, maybe even offer them a positive um some kind of positive perspective where you're just trying to actually make it better, but they twist it or they flip it or they can't hear you or they cut you off or they swear up and down like you're doing something else. 
you have to put up emotional boundaries to where you don't allow those situations, those conversations to even unfold. Like you literally have to make it where even if you have to not go into certain things, not like you have to do that. That's setting an emotional boundary because that per it's like it's like protecting yourself around an animal uh, who who can't help but bite. Like if you get close enough, they're going to bite you. They're an animal like it's just what they are. So what you do is you set up mechanisms to have boundaries and distance so that you could be around the animal near or have some kind of relationship with, you know, that animal and not be in harm's way this emotional boundaries setting emotional boundaries is about taking yourself out of harm's way and the reason why i'm point i'm hitting on it so much is because it's literally the key to your sanity it's literally the key to your sanity because you have to do it in varying degrees with different people there are some people who really can uh, relate to you and understand where you're able to be vulnerable and totally open with and then there's some people where they can't understand you, they can't hear you, they don't think the same way you do. And even when you're being, even when you're being gentle or being like cordial, casual, nice, like kind like everything, it's turned on you, or it's or they don't understand. That you know, knowing how to set up emotional boundaries is very important. I want to put it another way too. If at some point. And this is for every single person that, that is watching this now and listening, if, if you're listening afterwards on the podcast, it's for every person that's consuming this. I got to tell you straight up, to your face, right to your eyes, looking straight at you. <laughs> at some point in any situations in life where there's a relationship, um, an intimate relationship, um, there are various forms of intimate relationships, um, but if it's a job relationship, it's a friendship if it's an intimacy, a partner, someone who's closer to you physically, sexually, you know, someone that's in your heart space in that way. If it's a family member, I don't care if it's a damn, I don't care if it's your child, I don't care if it's your grown-ass child. <laughs> At some point, if your feelings are hurt or you are disappointed or you are let down because of an interaction, at some point it is your fault, actually. It's not their fault, even though you are clear <laughs> about their shit and where they're fucked up. It's it's still not their fault at some point if you are hurt. It is your fault because of the fact that at some point, like my buddy used to say, when people show you who they are, when they tell you who they are through their actions, through their language, when they show you who they are, believe them. <laughs> And, I, and it's a very fine line. Like, I'm a very positive and optimistic person. So the one thing I always believe in is rehabilitation over incarceration, right? So I'm always going to give a person a chance to possibly grow to be more mature. And, and so that's the other side of this equation, too. You have to know how to do that while still not putting yourself in harm's way emotionally, you can test the waters. You can see, like, all right, it's going to go down this path. You can change the subject. You can drop the conversation. Like, you can do all kinds of things. Hey, Vicky. Hey, Lisa. Happy New Year, everyone. You can do those things. You have to be the referee of your own emotions. You have to be the referee of your own emotion, not just the game player, not just the one that's out there playing the sport 
and being emotional. You have to be the referee of the emotions as well because you have different people at different places. And if you wait around for people to understand you, to be able to hear you, to be able to honor your your wishes or your preferences or like make space for you, you are the horse that's not drinking the water after a while when you are hurt, when you're yet again disappointed <clears throat> that they don't do this. You're the horse. You are the horse not drinking the water, not them. So this this to me is a, a maturity thing. I've been experiencing this as a maturity thing in the um, in the realm of emotional intelligence. You know, the more you grow as far as emotional intelligence, the more you learn how to protect yourselves, especially with the people who you're in very close relationship or that you have deep love for and that maybe you desire the same thing for them as far as, you know, that kind of thing, you know. Hey, hey. Hey, happy new year. Same to you, happy new year. So you have got to, you have got to, you have got to, you have got to be able to protect yourself emotionally because everything in your life depends on it. Your waking hours, the way you flow with your day, <clears throat> um, you know, how you pursue your work or your career or your hobby life, you know, um, just how you move throughout the world. Every single thing depends on your emotional state. And so if you're not emotionally well because of the fact that you don't have the boundaries in place needed to protect yourself against the people or circumstances or things that that don't know any better, that's the way you got to look at it. I was telling somebody the other day, sometimes when you're dealing with someone who can't hear you, you almost have to look at it the same way you would look at someone who has uh, a mental illness that they can't control. Like you have to, or like, like I said, like some kind of animal that's like, you just, it just is, is what it does. Like, like it, it, no matter how much you try to train it, like it can't help, but like, you know, and we have many animals that's like that, you know, in fact that we have those boundaries, we have a particular kind of distance and that kind of relationship so we can relate. You have to look at people sometimes like like how you would look at it when someone has a mental illness that they can't control. Because instead of expecting them to do better with their actions, you have to start expecting you to do better with your with your emotional intelligence, with your setting boundaries. You have to look at yourself as the one that needs to do better with how you move in relationship to them and not the obvious thing that everybody is able to see, <laughs> which is other people's shit. And then seeing like, that's the reason why these things, if they would just, if they would just, if they would just. What winds up happening, hey Lester, hey Dennis, hey y'all, happy new year. Um, what winds up happening is when you, when you only are able to see other people's shit and like diagnose the hell out of that, that way, like, yeah, things would be better if they, 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 you have, you forget something. And this is something all of us, we have to be reminded of. That's the same damn thing that they are doing. That's the reason why they have the problem they're having. That's the reason why they're having the problem they're having. Because they are diagnosing other people's shit. 
they're diagnosing the things that they see with other people and saying like if they would just think this way if they would just change they're doing the same thing and everybody that does that but doesn't have the ability or the same kind of balance to look at themselves and be able to 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 see that and that and and like if you can see a hundred percent of other people's stuff but you see zero percent of your own shit <laughs> you know then that that's what's happening when you sometimes when you're communicating with a person and you don't feel understood and they're going in a different direction is because you see their shit and they see your shit or what they think is your shit or anybody else's shit and that's just how they're communicating so nobody's hearing each other Nobody's hearing each other. I had a demonstration of this not too long ago, like very recently, to the point where in the conversation, I was like, I was I actually paused for a second. I was like, okay, look, you're blaming me for a particular thing, and what's what I re- what I recognize about this equation? Hey, Willie, happy New Year. What I recognize about this equation is that there's two parts to this there's two reasons why what happened happened one was a part that i that is a part of my ownership um that would have to do with my side of the equation my part and then then there's your part as well and honestly this particular situation was like literally split down the middle it was 50 50 <laughs> it was 50 percent like okay there's something that i could have done 50 percent and the bad here was the bad part about it this is the bad, the bad part about it is that that person's part was actually the very first part of the equation that wasn't done properly, which made for the outcome. That It was like their initial part was the part that set the whole thing into motion for it, for the, you know, the outcome not happening and for there being an issue. So it was 50-50 and theirs was the first 50 in the equation. And yet just because of their perspective, they still, they not only couldn't see that and couldn't own that, but they actually, they actually, and this is one of the things that we deal with a lot in our psyche. For some people, they can't own their part in an equation because for them, if it's not the other person totally owning it, they, it's like, it's, it's a, they look at it like either I win or you win. So if I, they look at it like if they own anything, then that means they're actually not only owning everything, but somehow that removes, that excuses you from the equation. And they don't realize that's not how it works, but they're operating out of being in defensive mode because that's the type of situations they're used to. They're only used to situations where it's either all one person's fault and they own it, or it's another person. So... And this is what happened to me, even even in the conversation, when I pause because I realize, oh, I see what's happening. They think that if they own their part, then that means that I own no part. So I was like, OK, let me see if I can fix this. I stopped the conversation. I was like, let me own my part. Let me go ahead and own my part. And I was like, here's the part. And, and the wild part was even before I could speak it like three times in a row, they interrupted me. And they, as soon as I said, okay, I'm going to own my part, they were literally like, yeah, you said you own your part, you know, but um, you, tr-, and I was like, wow, I was like, wait a minute, stop, let me, let me own my part. And they were like, you say, and they literally wouldn't even let me say it because they couldn't hear my communication in that way. 
they 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 were so in defensive mode so in like i only see this one way either either i'm right and you're wrong or you're right and i'm wrong that like they couldn't even hear my communication right and so hey monique isaiah james happy new year to you all thanks so much for watching and so in that moment finally after being interrupted four times i was like they, I finally was like, you have to shut, you have to be quiet so that I can actually own my part. And then maybe that, you know, then that'll help you feel better because you keep projecting that I'm not owning my part. So I paused and I was like, here's my part. This is what I could have done, you know. And then they jumped on that and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because again, to them, that was the whole kit and caboodle. That was the whole thing. And I was like, no, pause. Okay, I own my part. Now, can you, you know, can you own your part so that we can say... And then they, like, downplayed, like, yeah, I, I could have said, but still, you know, and they were right. And I was just like, I'm not going to be heard. Like, this, is, this isn't this is a situation. And from there, even, even retreating and saying, you know what, like, never mind, let's, like, let's not continue to talk about this. Like, I, I apologize for this, blah, blah, blah. And... And even even stopping the conversation, they, they also still saw as me not actually hearing them, not owning it. Interesting, right? But this is someone who I've already identified has a problem with taking responsibility, you know? And so I can't expect, I have to set up emotional boundaries. Now, fortunately, in this, in this situation, I have set up emotional boundaries. You just still, shit happens, <laughs> you know, you still... You have to have communication and there's going to be a breakdown if there's if there's a different perspective there. You just have to know how to respond to it. And I was in this case, I was able to respond to it fast enough to not let myself get over the top frustrated about it, to recognize that it wasn't going to go any farther than it was and to have empathy like that. This is as this is as, as far as this person can see as far as this situation. This is. This is the best way they know how to handle this. So if I continue on expecting them to finally get my point, you know, or finally f even feel heard, even like then I'm only blame. I can only blame myself if I'm pissed later. I'm frustrated. I'm upset. I need to meditate. <laughs> I need to breathe. <laughs> and so that's what it's all about. You know, set. You have to learn how to set emotional boundaries to protect yourself against people who are unable to protect you or unable to treat you in a way that keeps you safe or makes you feel safe or protected or heard or understood. You have to do that. Now, last thing, and then I'm out of here. You're going to get people who are, this is, this is, this is, this is the other thing to really be mindful of when you do this. You're going to have people who see that negatively as well. You're going to have people who, because you're not having as much conversation with them or you're not going in certain directions, because they don't see the problem. They don't see a problem, <laughs> you know. So they're cool. They don't see a problem. You see a problem or you feel or you experience a problem. So they're going to think like because you maybe have less communication or you don't talk about certain things that somehow you're being negative or you're being you're acting funny or whatever. You can't you can't worry about that because once again that'll go right back into the same thing they already don't understand you so they're gonna misunderstand everything about your actions they're gonna misunderstand everything 
you know, so you have to just come to some place of peace and just not worrying about it and just accepting it for what it is and staying the hell out of harm's way. Stay out of harm's way in 2020. Put up these emotional boundaries and that way you can be your most loving and your most effective and your most highly functioning self. Because you're understood by the people you're understood by and the people that aren't, you you understand that very clearly and so you put yourself in a particular kind of positioning to where they don't that misunderstanding doesn't break down um i mean doesn't affect your journey or you know so yeah that's it for today thank you all for listening um i'm glad i could get that out that was good for me to kind of vent on that and um offer my learning experience to another drop a line let me know what you think let me know let me know let's talk about maybe if you if you're open to it um a situation, maybe briefly, you know, that you experience this or that you learn this or that you're learning this or that you see you're going to have to apply this, you know. So 2020, the year of clear vision. Speaking of which, I have to get new glasses because <laughs> it's been way too long and my, my vision is uh, not going to be so clear shortly in these glasses. So <laughs> hopefully that'll be in my 2022. All right, peoples, much love to you. Be peace and also, as always, be well. Talk to you in a few.